Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Now, guys, is South Africa likely to experience a resurgence of the coronavirus infections, dubbed the second wave? That's the big question. Many are asking amid more relaxed measures now under lockdown level one. Experts say it's vital that citizens remain cautious as they increase contact with other people. Now, to discuss this further this afternoon, we are joined by the head of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Stellenbosch University, Dr. Janky Telyard. Welcome to the show, Doc. How are you doing? Hi, good afternoon. I'm very well and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for your time. Doc, firstly, how effective are wearing masks and sanitizing in terms of infection control? Well, wearing masks is difficult to determine its efficiency um, um, with with, with top research because as you can imagine, there's so many factors involved in preventing the infection and to just um, isolate the, the mask wearing and determining sufficiency is very difficult. But we do know that, that, that countries that has um, uh, um, instituted uh, measures like lockdown, which is basically just social distancing, and early um, universal mask wearing as well as sanitizing, uh, have had more success in flattening the curve in the beginning of the pandemic than countries that didn't do so. So the assumption is that all of those factors play a big role in transmission. And we know that mask wearing is efficient, when, especially when you have close contact with people. Now, Dr. Telyard, we know that avoiding the three C's, crowds in closed spaces and close contact will contribute significantly to preventing new infections. But many of our people seem to be letting their guard down in terms of these methods. How dangerous is this? You see, it's almost inevitable that we are going to let our guard down. There's a bit of COVID fatigue among everybody. Uh, on the one hand, and on the other hand, we need to open up our economies, we need to con- continue working, we need to um, um, start having normal lives again. So it's inevitable that it's going to happen. So that's why we have to have a more uh, nuanced approach to, to preventing infection and to know when it is appropriate to do the, the necessary preventative measures. And again, this is where the mask comes in. Uh, it can definitely help to reduce the, the transmission rate when you do go into crowds, when you do have close contact with people and when you are in closed environments. Now, I want to ask you this, and I want to get—I want to clear this up, Doc, because I think there's a lot of misconception amongst our people right now in the country. I've noticed a lot of peeps, when they're out in public, if you speak into an individual, sometimes an individual will have a mask on, the person that you're conversing with won't have the mask on. They feel, they feel that if one person is wearing it, um, it's fine, it, it's safe enough, but it's not the case, isn't it? No, it's not the case. It, uh, preferably, both people should be wearing because these are cloth masks. They are not medical masks with special filters in it. They do have filters in it, but it's not a specialized medical mask that, that medical personnel uses. So they're not 100%. And um, obviously, the more the more protection you can afford, the better, especially if, if you are at a high risk of developing severe disease, if you fall into the high risk categories. So preferably, both people should be wearing it. And to also to remember that you're not only wearing it not to contract the disease, you're also wearing it to protect other people from getting the disease from you. Because we know that even if you're not sick, you can still have the disease and actually transmit it. Now, Doc, how has the coronavirus affected the poor in particular in South Africa? 
Patient is really variable so people have a twice as high risk of, of, of being exposed to COVID-19. And we also know from US and, and, and um, UK studies that uh, people uh, that are marginalized have an increased risk of severe disease and death as well. That data is not so clear from South Africa yet. Um, and it makes sense that, that the poor people are, are more exposed to the infection because they have less means in terms of, of protecting themselves. They often live in, in, in closed environments. They often have to uh, rely on public transport um, and uh, often work in environments where they cannot necessarily have good ventilation in, in, in areas where they work. So it does make sense that there's a higher risk of, of being exposed. Finally, Dr. Talia, tell us a bit about the Abub2Care Mask Initiative. Yeah, so that's a British care mask initiative for collaboration with many stakeholders and including some, some provincial government stakeholders. And they, they um, um, are, are providing work for people that have lost their jobs by making the mask in the first place. And then uh, the masks are sold and the proceeds are, 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 are um, um, pushed back into the project. And for every mask pack sold, um, uh, masks are also then uh, distributed freely into the poor areas. Awesome stuff. Dr. Janky Talia, thank you very much for chatting to us and creating more awareness and, of course, setting the record straight about the mask this afternoon. I think lots of people need to know that you need, everybody needs to wear that mask when you're out. Any final words from you to the nation this afternoon? No, not much more than, than um, we need to continue with our lives and so the responsibility is now on us to protect each other from COVID-19 and not on the government anymore. Thank you very much, Dr. Janky Talian. All the best and God bless you. Thank you very much. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.